Have you ever looked around your business and thought to yourself, is this it? Are you making money, but yet you want more? Or maybe you have ideas in your head, but you're just not sure how to develop them into a revenue stream. Welcome to the Caged Vision Podcast with Carrie Roan and Lisa Beck, where we help you unlock your business potential and scale your business beyond trading time for money. Each week, you'll hear ideas, interviews, and case studies of others who, like you, are subject matter experts and want more from their business. Let's do this. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Caged Vision Podcast. Today, we're taking a bit of a departure, right? Yeah, would you say that? A slight detour. I'm not sure I would classify it as a departure. But a necessary one. Oh, Definitely, this is necessary. So here's where the idea came from. We launched on March 8th, as all of you know. And that morning, I'm at breakfast and I said, our podcast launched this morning. And my wife looked at me and she said, you have a podcast? And I said, yeah. Which, by the way, that in and of itself that she didn't know that just demonstrates, well, that's a whole nother Communication issues. Communication issues. Yeah, we got got problems. It's all good. But that's not our biggest problem. That's obviously We got bigger ones. So I said, yeah, yeah. And so I'm eating breakfast. She goes in the back and I walk back to take a shower. And she said, hey, can I give you some feedback? Sure. And she said, quote, are you trying to sound like Tony Robbins? Which, by the way, I'm a huge fan of Tony Robbins, so I'm not quite sure why she has an issue with this, but go ahead. Well, maybe she's concerned because, you know, I'm 5'8". Right. And he's... 6'8". <laughs> 6'8", six uh, eight. Six eight, right? And so... Yeah, there's, there's a little bit of difference. There's a little bit of difference. But anyway, I so said, no, I'm trying to sound like me. And she's like, okay, because I just think you need to maybe bring it back a notch. So as any husband would do to feedback from his wife, I took it negatively, Shocker. right? No, but I, I said, you know what? This dovetails so perfectly into everything we're talking about on Cage Vision Podcast. So what I did is on the way in, I started writing a post and I posted on LinkedIn and it got thousands of views. And it was called, I started a podcast and my wife is embarrassed, Yeah, that's which is called. the name of this podcast. And so... I came in and I pounded away, cranked it away, sent it to Lisa, said, hey, I'm going to send this out. (laughs) And I suggested that perhaps we might just ponder for a few moments what was going to happen when his wife read this post and that perhaps marital counseling might be in order if he hit post on the post. (laughs) Yeah. And I just said, we're we're overdue anyway. So (laughs) anyway, I said, okay. so if you're listening, Shanna, (laughs) right, she did try. So we're scheduled for that counseling session. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I think as I went back and I listened to it, what happened is, is we recorded it first and we outsource the production of our podcast. And we sent our first episode out, zero, zero, and we thought it sounded pretty good. We were very proud of it, actually. We were proud of it, right? And if, it wasn't even our first take. It was like our... No, it, it right. wasn't. Anyway. We really didn't have to share this part of that story. <laughs> anyway, so we sent it out, and we got feedback re-recorded, and we said, why? And she said, well, you sound flat, a little boring, and people don't tune in to podcasts for boring, which I get. I totally get that. And, totally get it. And we are not, what you hear today, this is what we are like all the time. 
We it crack is. each other up. We crack everybody else up in the office. So we re-recorded and we were more us. Yeah. 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 So we so as we go through and uh, listen back to it, right? So we, we re-record it with more energy, which is how we talk every day. Just when you put the mics on originally, it sort of sounds like maybe I need to bring it down a notch, which is not the right answer. So when I go back and I have a friend, Rich Campbell, who makes fun of the words that I emphasize. <laughs> He says, you emphasize the strangest word. And when I listened to myself after my wife's bit of criticism, I said, I feel like maybe I sound like a Southern Baptist preacher a little bit, right? (laughs) That reminds me. (laughs) It reminds me of a very funny story. This story will, without question, just really give anybody ammunition to make fun of me. But it'll let you know that I can make fun of myself. So. I'm in D.C. at lunch, and we were up with our team that was working there, uh, a team of, I don't know, 10 of us. And out of the corner of my eye was this woman. She's six feet tall. She rides a motorcycle. But I'm sitting next to her, and out of the corner of her eye, she's just kind of staring. I could feel the stare. (laughs) Her eyes were drilling down, right? what the hell? Right? What is, what do I have something? That would be why we have an E on the podcast. Hell is not the reason for an E. Whatever. Well, I haven't dropped an F-bomb and neither have you. So anyway, continue. She's staring. I'm getting the stare down. And then all of a sudden, she slams her hand on the table and says, oh my gosh, I got it. And I said, got what? She's like, I've been racking my brain trying to figure out who you look like. Oh, this and, is going to be And good. so I turn and I'm thinking like, oh, you are. I'm thinking maybe I'm going to get a Tom Cruise or something. She says, Joel Olstein. <laughs> Joel. It's the hair. Jo- it's I, I don't hair. have a mullet perm. No. <laughs> no, but you have a swoosh. You have a poofy swoosh. You have poofy hair. It's that, right? There's, there's no way you can spin that into a positive. <laughs> <laughs> so, along with Southern Baptist, apparently I have a bit of Joel Olstein. That is uh, absolutely wonderful. So, see, so it just makes sense that you're on a podcast. No, no. That's just, it's just awkward. I don't think it's awkward at all. It's... Just one more thing that I can make yeah, fun it's, of you it's about. Yeah, it's, it's a jab. But there's plenty of those to go around, right? The That's hair. True. Yeah, it's a little poofy. It's big. It's, it's big. big. I get that from my mom, right? It's all good. So my mom has got big hair. Like, you know how you know I'm really some, glad your mom's not listening to this podcast. She has no idea how to find the podcast <laughs> button on her phone. I could show her. Thank goodness. Play it for her, and she still would, we wouldn't play. Anyway. Okay. She's got big hair. And... Naturally. Do you know how some people, when they go into a store, they'll wear baggy clothes to, like, steal things? Yes. She could hide stuff in her hair. That's how big it Carrie. is. No, it's big. Well, I, mine's big, too. Yeah, but you can't hide stuff in it. No, but I just, I'm just like, you know, it's just big. It is big. but Little guy with big hair. I really wasn't going to go that far. I'm but giving everybody all there. the ammunition yes, they you ever need. Yes, you are. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Joel Olstein, little guy with big hair. Southern, Southern Baptist, Baptist. Joel Olstein. Yes. Little guy with big hair. So we haven't scared you off yet. Right. We hope that 
Right now, you are dying laughing, either driving or, or walking around, because I know I'm dying laughing. All right, so let's just pick back to where we were. What's our number one rule here? You have to start. You have to start. You have to start, because what happens? You have to get out of where you're comfortable, and when, as soon as you get out where you're comfortable, people want to keep you in the box that they know you for, which makes them comfortable. And so as soon as you do that, they're going to let you know hey, you belong in this box over here, not over here. The problem with that box is it's got a cage around you and it's driving you crazy every day. So the first thing you got to do is you just have to start. Well, and you can't wait for things to be perfect either because if if you waited for things to be perfect, you would never start. Never going to happen. So we decided we're just going to let it rip. We're going to go with it. Some of you might be shocked to hear we are not paid professionals. (laughs) (laughs) We have a passion for this topic, and that's why we're doing this. And as we started talking about things, we just really wanted to get our message out. And we felt like a podcast was the best way to do that. It was the best way to not only talk about what we do and how we do it, But give tips and ideas and interview other people that have done it. This is just the best way to do it. And it's fun. And it's fun. And the stories that we, when we talk to people, the series that we just finished with John Mejia. Oh, my gosh. That happened because I was telling John with the same energy that I have now. And he saw it in my body language and in my eyes. And he said, I want that. I want to do that. Can we do this together? Can I work with you? And that was the start of this. And then he came in and he sat down for two hours and I said, I've got to have you on my podcast. It's those types of stories that I think give people courage. Hey, I can do this. I don't have to just sit and spin in the same cycle of frustration. It just doesn't have to be that way, right? No, it doesn't have to be that way. And I think our energy and our enthusiasm for what we do comes across and it helps people step out of their comfort zone, step out of the box that they're in and say, I'm going to do this. It's okay if it's not perfect. It's okay if I I don't have all the details worked out. I'm just going to take a step in that direction. You have to start. You can't wait for it to be perfect. You have to get your message out. And what happens when you do it? The first thing that's going to happen is you're going to get criticized. And part of that. And teased. And oh, yes. And and teased. If you have friends from high school, you're immediately. Or children. Or children. They're going to say, what are you doing? Don't let that cause you to stop. So our audience, you all, we want to talk about how to stop trading time for money. And are you ready to stop trading time for money? You know what you want. You're in your box. You're ready to get out of your cage. Figure out where you are. That's number one. Are you ready? That's number one. That's the first thing that we would ask you to do if you're thinking to yourself, I want to do this. I have ideas. I want to start something new. I want to get out of my box and try something. You've got to define your vision and you have to determine what it is that you really want to do that's going to be a new model that will help you stop trading time for money. Yeah, and you know, figuring out where you are helps you determine if you're ready to start. I had this conversation with someone this morning. 
I'm ready to go, but I was like, well, we need to talk through that, but because that one hesitancy will cause you to second guess things and you need to be ready to go. But let's rewind this. We're talking about people that have successful businesses. They have absolutely every right, every bit of income, everything's generated out of that successful business. So this is not a requirement. It's not a necessity. It's a desire. It's a deep burning desire that I want more. I need more to satisfy what I think I have to give. That's the frustration. So unless you're frustrated, unless you, you just constantly play that question, which is, is this it? Is this it? Can I do this for the next 20 years, grinding it out? Unless you're at that point, you're not ready. You're not ready because it takes focus, it takes determination to make the type of investments to build something that leverages your expertise, but doesn't require you there. I mean, that just takes effort. I think it takes effort, and I think you have to determine if you're ready. But I want to go back to something that you said a few minutes ago about the call you had this morning and the but. Because I do think that the the but can be a hindrance. But don't you think that one of the things that you have to do when you're working through what your vision is going to be is play out all those buts in your mind? You know, but will I do this? Or but will it be successful? Or but will it? And then if you play out all of those and have answers to those and are prepared for those, do you think that's part of it at all? Yes. You need to be ready to take the leap. But your business also has to be ready for you to be able to invest a short, compressed amount of time to do it. And do you have that in order? The worst thing that you can do is start and then stop and then start and then stop and then start and then stop. You're not going to get the progress that you want. And so after you've figured out where you want to go, second thing I think is just determine what resources that you are willing to commit to get to what you say that you want. Which I think that once you figure out what your vision is, what was that Michael Hyatt quote you were telling oh my me the gosh. other day? I don't even know what my favorite quote was before this quote. But this is your current favorite. But just quickly replace it. And he says, vision attracts the resources that you need to be successful. So once you clarify your vision and know where you want to go, the resources that you need to make that happen all of a sudden, they show up. They you know why? show up. Because you can see them in the context of your vision. Until you have the vision, all you see is resources and you grab anything. Yeah. So I just love that quote because so many people, when they struggle with, I want to do this, I want to do this, and they may, because they're not ready, they may grab a resource and try it. And, and it's grab not the a right one. And they try and they say, yeah, I've tried. And yeah, I've tried. And that's just adding to the frustration. And no one needs that. Yeah. So you have to be clear. Determine if you're ready. Yeah. Figure out what you need. Yeah. How much you're willing to commit. Yeah. And then take the leap. Don't stop. Yeah, take the leap. I mean, that's it. Take the leap. This reminds me of the other day I was at the gas station. The Texaco and Cahaba Heights. I walked, I just felt like I needed to drop. Texaco could use a plug. 
We don't get paid by Texaco. Thank you for putting that in there. You can't just start drop. Okay, whatever. Why? All right, that's fine. The Texaco in Cahaba Heights. Cahaba Heights didn't pay in the season. Agreed. Great little village. Great little village. Continue. Okay, so I go into the Texaco, and the guy says, hey, how's the car business? And I said, see that right there? It sounded a little bit Southern Baptist, didn't it? It did sound Southern Baptist. You know what's even better? The fact that... Now he I thought you it. were a car salesman. He thought I was a car salesman. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I love cars. I love the process of buying cars. <laughs> now, the car salesman does not like selling me car because I will walk out of there with the best deal. It's a game. Good. You're going to negotiate my deal on my next question. It's event. a game, and I love buying cars. I love cars. I love shopping for cars and all things cars. Anyway, so he says, how's the car business? I said, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, you don't sell cars? And I said, no. And he said, that's your car? And I said, yes. He said, what do you do? And I said, well, I have a, a business, a consulting business. He said, what do you do? Well, we, we help businesses solve problems. And up until five years ago, we helped people with problems that were based off of decisions they had made up in the past. They'd made decisions in the past, led to a problem. And five years ago, we decided, you know what? We want to change our own script. We want to take the leap. We decided we were ready, and we started helping people with problems that were getting to a point in the future, and that's much more gratifying for us. So I go in there, and he says, well, can you help me? Well, now I'm in a pickle because I have no idea. And I said, I don't know. <laughs> What's your story? And he said, well, I went to Jeff State, and I took some accounting courses, but I don't have the money to get my degree from UAB. I think I want to own my own business. So I want to open a gas station. And I put I had a grimace on my face. And I said, I, I don't know that I like that. And he said, why? And I said, well, with electric cars, and I don't know what a gas, I don't know what the demand is going to be for gas stations in 10 years. Keep going. Tell me your story. Where are you from? Well, I moved here from Nigeria and I just had to figure it out. I said, figure what out? Because I didn't do that. So, so well, you have no idea. I have no idea. Take He's like, well, from Nigeria. I have to figure out how to rent an apartment. I figured out how to get insurance for a car. I had to figure out how to buy a car. I had to figure out how to sign up to take classes at Jeff State. I was like, oh my gosh, that's it. That is what you need to do. I said, what I would do is I would package up everything that you've done. You have solved problems for a community of immigrants that need your answers. I would then go on a digital platform, maybe a Facebook, and find that community, draw that community into you. And I don't know yet what the value is for that. But I can tell you, you don't have to put your $10,000 into it to figure it out. People will pay for the value that you have. So my friend at the Texaco in Cobb Heights, yes. he just needs to take the leap. The plan's there. I walked out. He's got the biggest smile. And I told him, I'll be back next week to check. Have you gone back yet? No, because I got gas at Costco. <laughs> it's cheaper. Carrie, you've started this man down this path. You've unlocked his cage vision. You've given him a plan. You got to go back and support him. I'm going to go back. I'm yeah. going to go back. I'm going to go back. I'm going to okay. go back. Yeah. got to go back. I'm going back. You're so, going back. takeaways. I'm in counseling. Yes. Yes, you are. You can too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> start. Don't wait for things to be perfect. Find the best method to get your message out. Figure out where you are. That'll help you determine whether or not you're ready. Then once you really sort of tighten in on or hone in on rather the vision, that'll attract the right resources and take the leap. Just start. Just make Just it start. happen. 
Just make it happen. And I am thankful that my marriage can be an example for all of you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Caged Vision Podcast. And don't forget to come back next week to hear more ideas, interviews, and case studies of others who, just like you, are subject matter experts and want more from their business.